This is the Seattle Podcasters Podcast, and I'm your host, Jason Rigdon. On this episode, we have Dan Viennes from the Dan Cave. How are you today? I'm I'm well, thank you. It's my pleasure to to join you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on the show. Could you tell me a little bit about your podcast? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a sports nut, uh, full fledged addict, I'd say, and and uh, you know, there's super fans out there that have podcasts um, from a fan perspective, but a but I've always kind of taken my interest in sports and especially to my local team, Seahawks Mariners. Uh, and then for me personally, I went to Washington State University, so I'm a big Cougar fan. I kind of take my interest in in to levels that a lot of the people that I know can't join me in, um, with the exception of a good friend of mine who lives in Arizona. But life gets in the way, and it's it's kind of hard for us to catch up by phone and and talk and dive as deeply into sports as I like to. And so, and I have a broadcasting background and I've done quite a bit of writing over the last few years for some Seahawk websites. But you know that writing and and talking about something are two different animals and and it's sometimes it's hard to get into depth and sometimes with writing I find I get burned out. Um and so it just kind of it finally dawned on me last fall as I was starting to listen more and more to podcasts as that whole format was blowing up that gosh, I can do this and I can do it um, pretty inexpensively and I can do it on my time and, and, uh, from the convenience of my own home and, and I can dive as deep as I want to into these subjects and, and kind of ask the questions, um, and talk about the things that I don't think are being talked about to the level that I want them to be. And so I, I started this whole thing almost as an outlet for myself. I mean, I, it's, it's nice that I've gotten, uh, a pretty consistent following, but that really wasn't it really wasn't the goal. It was it was for me to be able to dive as deep as I wanted to into some of these subjects, um, and then it's just kind of grown for there. It's been it's been really fun. Yeah, sports has such an element of emotion tied to it. It's hard to convey that through the written word, but through the voice, like your actual spoke speak spoken word, you really communicate that kind of emotion. Yeah, absolutely, and and. Um, and you can kind of go off on tangents a little easier. You can deal with things more in the moment. Um, and, and I do focus primarily on, you know, I'd say, depending on the time of year, obviously, but it's, it's about 50-50 that I talk about Seahawks issues and Mariners issues. Um, and then I interject some other things, um, you know, as, as news warrants it. Uh, and I get into some, some personal stuff too, just for fun every once in a while. But um, and I, and I still feel like even eight, nine months into it, I'm still kind of feeling my way, you know, and, and finding new things that work and different directions I want to go and different ways to format the podcast. And, and so I still, I, I still kind of feel like it's a work in progress. So you've been doing it for about eight or nine months. How many episodes have you done? Uh, just recorded episode 33. Um, pretty regularly, I post at least one a week. Uh, had a little bit of a delay a couple of months ago. Um, just had some, some issues at home and, and, uh, work things. And, and like I said earlier, life got in the way and, and, uh, and it was a slow time of year too. So there wasn't as much kind of pressing news and, and issues to be discussed. And so I went about a month without posting, but now I'm back onto a, on a regular weekly basis. And, and more often, if it warrants it, I did an extra episode just a couple of days ago after Russell Wilson signed his, uh, big giant contract. I felt that needed to be discussed right away. So, but at least once a week. And had you done any podcasts before this one? 
I'd been a guest on podcasts before. Um, when I was writing for NFL Mocks, I'd be invited on to talk about some draft prospects. And when I was co-editor of 12th Man Rising, I was a regular guest on a New England Patriots podcast that these guys on the East Coast were doing. They'd, they'd want to get me on to kind of talk about the NFC West or some West Coast stuff and get get sort of the opponent view of things. So I'd been a guest before, but I'd never done um, never done my own. And when I started out, I really kind of didn't know how to start or which direction to go or whatever. But thank thank goodness for YouTube and and all of the amazing videos that podcasters post out there on on everything from just how to format your podcast, which equipment to buy. Um, that was that was all really useful stuff. And what have been the biggest challenges of doing this show? You know, I think a lot of times it's just time. Um, you know, there are times where. Um, you know, there are pressing issues or things I want to talk about uh, there. I'll even have an outline written um, and then, you know, work beckons and I have to go in earlier than expected or things come up and, and um, those things get in the way. And then there, I think that kind of plays into, you know, how far you want to take your podcast too. There are things that I would love to do from a production standpoint to to add little transitions and more sound effects and and little intros and things like that that I would like to inject um, to just make the podcast more interesting and entertaining and, and more professional sounding. But sometimes there just isn't time, and it's it takes enough time to just record the the audio file and get it formatted and get it uploaded and shared on social media and that kind of thing. So I would say time's the biggest challenge I face on a regular basis. Especially things like uh, breaking news, like when you did, like you said, your special episode, because, you know, you have to get that out quick or not at all. Yeah. And even that, that was, um, that's a case of where it all lined up perfectly because that Russell Wilson news broke in the middle of the night. Um, there was a midnight deadline and I decided at about 930 that night, thankfully, that I wasn't going to try to stay up until midnight and spend three hours refreshing Twitter um, until the news broke. And, and as it turned out, the news didn't actually become official until about 1245 in the morning. So I woke up at 6am and the news was there and it was ready and, and I work evenings. And so it, it was perfect in that sense. I was able to just write that up and, and record it and get it out there. But a lot of times sports news and big events, games, obviously, if someone gets hurt or, or there's an important game, a lot of times those things happen in the evenings, sometimes they happen while I'm at work and, uh, and they have to wait. So, uh, it can, it can get a little frustrating from that standpoint because I'm kind of addicted to the here and the now and the breaking news aspect of sports. And, uh, and I like to jump right in there with that as, as often as I can. And what have been the biggest rewards of doing the show? Do you do any like advertising or do you have like a Patreon? You know, I, so I use, um, anchor as as my podcast host and they do have they've just recently begun um to monetize it in some ways um i i recorded an ad uh that runs before my podcasts and and i get a you know i get a little a little money from that but it's it's very very little and and my regular listenership isn't to the point where i don't think patreon makes sense at this point to me the reward is just that I get to talk about these things um, in in as much depth as I want to, and then it's just there for human consumption. Whoever whoever has that same passion and wants to consume it, wants to listen to it, can. And and I'm getting um, 
like I said, a, a pretty consistent regular listenership. And, and then every week I get feedback through social media that people are discovering it for the first time and really enjoy um, what I'm doing. And, and so to me, that's, that's just the reward because I, as a former broadcaster who covered sports um, and now as someone who's a fan and, and watches it, but still does so from, from the viewpoint of someone who's been in the business and been behind the camera um, and in front of the camera I'm 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 often frustrated by the questions that aren't being asked and the issues that aren't being addressed and the the level of depth that isn't being achieved because as as you know I'm sure on social media a lot of times things are very um um oh, what's the word I'm looking for they're just people don't dive deep they just they're they're quick reactions they're shallow reactions in many ways they're they're um quick emotional responses to things that happen without any background or without any history or without any context. And so, um, that's what, that's what I like to do. And so, um, being able to just get that out there to me, um, whether it's 50 people that listen or 150 people that listen, um, maybe it's therapy in a way. (laughs) <laughs> because if I keep that stuff bottled up, it, I get frustrated, but it's also therapy. Well, it's not therapy, but it's, it's, it's also very healthy for the people that I'm close to in my life, friends and family and coworkers, because there are times when I start to talk about these things and I can sense immediately that their eyes are starting to roll back in their heads and they just don't want to go there. And uh, so I get to spare them from that. Now, if they want to listen, great. If not, they don't have to bother. And you said you host on Anchor. How have you liked that so far? I I like it. It's it's um it's 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 simple. It's easy and it's clean. At first, I tried to use it um, because you can you can actually just set up your microphone and record directly into Anchor, but it doesn't have split channel audio, and you can't um, combine things and fade and and um, lay tracks over the top of each other and things like that. Um, so it's limited in that sense. And so I uh, discovered Audacity um, and downloaded that, uh, and that's and that's been great. I can record as many tracks as I want. I can do some effects um, and do some fades and, and transitions and things like that. And then I just mix that down into an MP3 and then um, upload it into Anchor, and it takes just a matter of minutes, even for a 45-minute to an hour-long episode, which is typically the length. Um, it takes a minute or two to upload. And then, um, it has real nice tools that allow me to share it on Facebook and Twitter and, and get it out there and, and continue to promote it. And it, and, and then they do all the work on the back end too. And so I'm on, you know, it gets my podcast on Spotify and on Apple podcasts and Podbean and, and, uh, Stitcher and all of those, uh, without me having to do any of that work. So it's, it's just been really user-friendly. And what microphone do you use? You know what? Oh, I thought about a half an hour before we went on, I thought he's going to, he's going to ask me that, isn't he? And I've, I bought, so I started off using the, uh, oh, the snowball, the, uh, the, the, the cylindrical or, or, or the, the spherical shaped microphone. And I liked that. It had a good, crisp, clear sound, but it was USB only. And I wanted to go XLR so that I could use an audio interface to, to better control my levels. Um, and so I bought, I think it's called 
near n e e r something like that i just i looked at a bunch of product um demonstrations and reviews on youtube and i bought the best 20 dollar condenser microphone that i can find and and i'm not um completely happy with it it's uh it's a little uh can be a little cranky and sensitive at times um uh, but it, it does the job and and as time goes on and as things progress um Certainly, there's a couple of upgrades that I would like to make, and microphone would be one of them. Um, but for now, it works. Do you ever have guests on your show? I haven't yet. That's that's an avenue I would really like to go down. Um, in particular, I mentioned uh, uh, my best friend who lives in Arizona. His name's Eric, and 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 I think back to some of the phone calls that we used to have on on a regular basis, and those would be amazing podcast episodes. You know the the level to which we take some of these discussions um, and dive in deep with those sports teams and and the passion and the emotion that we share and the back and forth for as long as we've known each other and and how much we're the, we're on the same page would be uh, would be amazing podcast episodes. They'd have to be edited down because they can sometimes run an hour and a half to two hours and get a little out of control. But uh, uh, and there are dogs barking in the background or whatever. But he has two young kids now and he runs a business and 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 we've talked about it. Um, and he's, he's down with that. He'll probably be the first guy that I have on, but, uh, uh, that's again, that kind of plays into one of the challenges I talked about earlier, where sometimes it's just time syncing up your availability with other people's availabilities. I've tried to talk my girlfriend, Erica into coming on, um, because she is extremely knowledgeable. She's a passionate sports fan. Um, I tried to convince her uh, to come on with me last year when the Seahawks were about to play the Packers because she grew up in Wisconsin. And while she loves and supports the Seahawks, she's a diehard Packer fan. Um, and she just, uh, she felt, uh, she felt a little unsure about doing that. So one of these days I'll get her on here and it'll be fantastic. But um, yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm, I'm now writing again. I'm involved with a, a website called Seahawk Maven, which is uh, terrific Seahawks website. Corbin Smith runs it. He's an amazing writer, and it's a, it's a it's a credentialed website, and so um, we get the opportunity to go to to go to games and practices, and sometimes get interviews and things like that um, with the Seahawks. And we we have uh, relationships with other writers who cover the Seahawks uh, through those relationships, and I would love to to get some of those guys on here um, as well. So that's it's definitely a goal. It's just something that. Uh, the logistics need to be worked out. It definitely gives you more freedom being solo. You don't have to, you know, coordinating people is so difficult sometimes, but if it's just you yourself, it's much easier to produce. That's true. And, and, and I'm not going to lie. I'll, I'll be totally honest. As much as I consider myself a good interviewer and I, and I love the interview process, um, having done this now for seven or eight months on my own, it's, uh, it might be a little tough to to sit back and let someone else kind of take the microphone and do the talking. Um, but I, but I do think it would lend itself to just, just expanding the podcast and making it more interesting and dynamic. And you said you use uh, audacity to edit your show. I do. And how long does your post-production take? I, you know, 10 minutes tops. Oh, wow. Okay. You know, be, I, I follow a pretty a pretty standard format where uh, I usually do, um, you know, a thirty to forty five second intro with some bullet points to tease the episode, and then I go into my pre recorded intro, 
and then into the body of the podcast. And so usually what I do is I get that intro, uh, the teaser, and then the pre-recorded intro, and I kind of get that all formatted first so that I can just then set up my starting point, hit record, and go with the rest of it. And then it's just a matter of um, depending on if I – there's a couple of segments that I have little sound effect intros for. If I do those, I'll insert those, and then I add some um, some music uh, at the end, kind of trailing out of it. And uh, 10 minutes tops if there's no problems. The first time when I first started doing it, it would take like an hour. Yeah. Um, but I've got it down, uh, I've got it down to a science now and it doesn't take long at all. And how do you prepare for your shows? So usually what I do is, uh, I've become a morning person later in life, which I really enjoy. I never thought I would be, but, um, my girlfriend goes to work early in the morning too. And so a lot of times shortly after she goes to work, I get up and I brew coffee and I grab my laptop and I sit on the couch and I just open up a Google document and, um, and start typing things out. And sometimes, you know, while the episode itself takes an hour to record and, and produce and upload, sometimes it can take two to three hours to write the show. Um, I don't try, I don't like to script what I'm going to say as much. So that's a lot of bullet points and outlines, but there's often a lot of research that I have to do just to make sure that my facts are correct. Looking up stats, looking up player names and pronunciations, um, certain, uh, if I'm referring back to, to form, you know, previous matchups or previous games that teams played against each other, I want to make sure those, those facts are right and, uh, and things like that. And so sometimes that takes as much time as, as pounding out the outline, um, itself. But, uh, then there's other times where I'm talking about real general concepts, um, and, and more focused ideas and I can knock out an outline in 15, 20 minutes. And, and then I just, uh, come over to my little studio I have set up and open up my, my laptop and pull up that document app from, uh, from the cloud and hit record and I'm off and running. And do you have any tips for new podcasters or folks that maybe are just thinking about starting a show? My number one tip would be, and I didn't do it until after I started. And so I kind of was working from behind the eight ball, uh, go to YouTube, go to YouTube and just type in how to start a podcast. And and it does take some work because there are so many people that have contributed um, information and, and really well done videos towards that cause. Uh, but that's where I would start. How to, you know, how to how to set up. There are different platforms other than Anchor. You may want to consider looking at Podbean or some other things that might work better for you. Um, what kind of equipment to get? How uh, how to mix it? Um, uh, and just kind of all the inner workings about uh, the mechanics and the logistics of getting a podcast done. That's the first place I would go. And then kind of get a, uh, once you get comfortable with, with what you need, then you have some direction on how to go about getting it all in place. And do you keep up much with like the podcast industry news? Not necessarily the industry itself. Although, um, you know, I follow, uh, I follow Stitcher and Podbean and Anchor on Twitter. And so sometimes you know, things will be announced through them. Um, but the one thing I have done is, is I have become a, a massive podcast consumer. Like I used to, I'm a huge music fan and I used to listen to music on a daily basis. And 90% of the time I was in my car, if I wasn't listening to sports radio, I was listening to music and constantly seeking out new music and new bands and things like that. And, and to be honest, I'm, I'm way behind on, 
on that now. Uh, I, I mean, I listen to podcasts and, and I've, there are so many that I enjoy listening to that um, it's kind of like, it's kind of like when you're streaming too many shows on TV and you can't keep up with them all. <laughs> you know, like my, my commute's yep, yep. pretty short. It's only about 20, 25 minutes each way. It's like, it's not enough time. And, and, um, and so <laughs> I find myself now, this is, this is how far it's gone. Um, when I go to the gym, like I never thought I would do anything other than listen to music. And and that was a real important part of working out for me. Like if I would get to the gym sometimes and, and realize that I forgot my headphones, well, I, I, I can't work out today because I just, I can't work <laughs> out without my music. And now it's, it's the exact opposite of that. I'm listening to podcasts at the gym and that, that took some adjustment, you know, you have to learn to kind of fire yourself up and, 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 build your own adrenaline instead of using music to do that. Uh, <laughs> but I'm also staying in touch and staying informed and, and uh, I really enjoy that. And how do you discover new shows? You know, a lot of times I just, you know, kind of do searches. Um, at, at this point, I'm not looking for any new shows cause my dance card is full, but uh, it, I'll give you an example. As in, particularly this time of year, uh, the NFL draft is a week from today. We're recording this on Thursday, the 18th, and um, and the draft starts on the 25th. And and of all the sporting events all year long, that's my biggest addiction and obsession. And um, and I cannot get enough information um, to soak in. And so I just searched for NFL draft podcasts and then, you know, it always pulls up, uh, you may also like, or other listeners listen to this and I'm just subscribe, 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 bam, 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 bam. And, um, and it took me a couple of weeks to kind of find which ones I like and which ones I don't. Some of them weren't worth listening to. And, um, uh, before I got kind of dialed in on that, but, uh, um, but I've got my probably eight to 10, uh, podcast now that I subscribe to. And then as much as I love the NFL draft, uh, there's some relief every year after it's done. And this year, maybe more so than ever, because I won't have to listen to those podcasts anymore. And then I can go back to listening to some of my comedy podcasts and, and other things that I haven't been able to keep up on as much the last couple of weeks. And how can people find your show? Well, um, it is on Apple podcasts. It's on Spotify. It's on Stitcher and Podbean, and I'm trying to think of some of the others, and I apologize to those platforms for not remembering what they are. But um, it's The Dan Cave, and uh, I would love for you to check it out and listen to it. If you're on Twitter, you can follow me at Seahawks Forever. I always post new episodes there, and uh, sometimes I'll post polls and questions and things on Twitter, try to get some feedback of of things that people want me to talk about or certain directions people want me to go. Um, but yeah, you can go to, to wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident I'm on there. Just uh, plug in the Dan cave and uh, look for the logo with a microphone and some headphones. And if you like Seahawks and Mariners, and even if you're a UW Husky, uh, I, I'm not going to apologize for the Cougar content, uh, but I do. Uh, listeners will attest to this. I do actually talk about the Huskies sometimes as well. I mean, I grew up in this area and they were certainly uh, an important part of my childhood growing up with athletics and, and sports. So uh, I, I do include some equal time for the Huskies as well. Well, thank you so much for coming to the show today. Uh, thanks for having me. This was great. I appreciate it. Thank you, Jason.